Welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR, your main proprietor at the Tenkar's Tavern blog, Discord server, maybe we're Facebook or Twittering, and an Instagram shit. Oh, so nice to be back. Those uh, fucking SPEC, so you got me that shit. Right? I still don't understand why it's relevant. Jesus. So, I was on N-World. Not on N World. I was looking at N World, and uh, you know they have a whole staff of posters. I have like uh, my, myself and and Chris, and again thank you to Chris for uh, posting while I was uh, uh, vacationing out in Forest Hills. Uh, all right, it wasn't it, it, technically it wasn't a vacation. Uh, but, uh, hey, at least I wasn't paying for it, right? But in any case, I was looking at it, and I was looking at their postings. And one thing, uh, for uh, a website that has a full staff of people to post, I, I think that uh, Chris and I come fairly close to their uh, posting, uh, what am I looking for, frequency. You do about half, maybe, of what they did put up, so that's something. But I also noticed that there is a striking absence on their uh, weekly Kickstarter updates. And I I don't know if it's uh, an intentional oversight. I know I have to post about it, but and of course I didn't. I, I, I had the main writer on. That's the uh, episode of the podcast from about a week and a half ago where apparently my end of the uh, podcast was all fucked up. I was talking like this. So, um, and no, I don't have brain damage. They prove that. They show that in the hospital. I got tested by two neurologists to see if I had any brain damage from the occluded uh, carotid artery and partially occluded uh, secondary and tertiaries that feed the brain. And I might be a bit dense at times, but that doesn't count as brain damage. But um, I noticed that, and maybe i got to do it a little bit more deep, deeper, that they don't have the... For, for a company that's that, or a website that claims that they have the, the most relevant... Uh, not just D&D posts, but gaming posts, right? Our, uh, tabletop RPG posts. And they do a weekly Kickstarter update. They don't have the latest Frog uh, Kickstarter. Tehuatl. I think I got that right. And uh, if I'm wrong, uh, well, Pex, if you're listening to this, fuck you, correct me. But that's the Mesoamerican uh Subsetting for the Lost Lands, it, it it's already raised. Let me look, over forty thousand dollars. It's got three weeks to go. It's not mentioned. Now, why would that be? Could it be that there's a little? Uh, I mean, it's for five E, right? It's five E, Pathfinder, Swords and Wizardry. Um, could it be that there's a little uh, blacklisting going on? I'm not saying there is. 
I don't know. Uh, I certainly know that uh, Morris has no love for me. Uh, you know, if I ever you know get involved in the uh, the zine extravaganza on Kickstarter, I am quite sure that whatever I put up, no matter how good or bad it's doing, uh, will never get covered by envelope. Neither here nor there. But I just find it interesting. Uh, well, they, they almost try to be like, you know, all the news that's fit to print, yet there ain't that much news that's fit to print. I don't know. And they've also become a bit of a housework. Uh, what do I mean by that? Well, a house what? A house, or, a house organ. You've never heard the term house organ? Okay. Oh, a house organ is... Um, all right. Early Dragon Magazine was not a house organ because... Or not necessarily one. Not, at least not fully one. Because although it had, had articles about Dungeons and Dragons, they also had articles about games they didn't publish. Like Traveler, RuneQuest. Um, but a house organ... Uh, likes to tout their own stuff. Aww. So, uh, early issues of White Dwarf covered D&D, but the moment they, I guess, lost the license for D&D in the UK, you never saw another D&D article. And then it became, once it turned to fucking miniatures, I was done. But, um, it seems like almost every day there's either an article about the podcast or about the new Rogue Trooper, or Judge Dredd, or something coming from their 2000 AD license, or, was it Wine and Loin, or whatever. I, I don't remember what their, their house system is. But, I mean, I try not to make this podcast about why am I... Not that I have all that much out there published, all right? Swords of Woodsery Continual Light, available on DriveThruRPG and PDF, and Amazon.com, in print, $7, ship, free shipping with Prime. Um, and, of course, uh, uh, Torchlight's premier uh, issue. Search the blog. You can get it for a buck. Otherwise, you're going to pay two. That's in PDF and RPG now. So there, look at that. Uh, I, I, I did a house organ uh, episode of the podcast. But I, I, I frequently get the feeling that that is like a sub-focus now for Enworld. And what does their podcast talk about? The podcast, which gets talked about on their website, Enworld website, talks about their RPGs. Other stuff too, but I don't know. I I still remember the days of uh, Emerald back in uh, when Eric Noah was was running it. And yes, Eric was naive. He was the first out of the gate with a site that was supporting the new third edition of the Dungeons and Dragons. I I don't think he ever expected the success it was going to have. Uh, it was amazing. I don't know the history as to how Morris picked up Emerald. I, you know what? That would be an interesting thing for me to do a little research on, wouldn't it? Come to think, I'd like to know. 
I like to know how he uh, managed to pick that up. Hmm. Maybe it's the thing I should I should mention to a certain historian of of gaming who has a name that resembles uh, a fruit that is often well known in the fall and is used to make cider. Um, but it would be interesting to see how Morris got involved in Emerald and wound up owning the site. Because it probably is one of the largest gaming sites out there. However, if you go to the site, now I'm going to say something and it's going to make a certain device in this room go, hello? If you go to Alexa.com, hmm, all right, good. It didn't she's take, behaving. She's behaving. If you go to Alexa.com, you can look up the traffic for N-World traffic rating overall, and it's been declining. Lower numbers are better, and they've basically been losing traffic. And I wonder why that is. Now, is that a, a, a lack of... I don't know. 5e is still hot, right? Even though there's that survey out on Wizards of the Coast, which has been pointed out to me, sounds like a survey asking about the future direction of D&D, dare I say, you know, 5.5 or 6th edition, where it should go, how it should go. I don't know. I still remember, uh, I don't know how many of you remember this, in the uh, the early days of 5e, when it was still D&D Next, and they were talking about that, and uh, back when uh, Monty who had left and then came back to Spearhead 5e, was promising uh, one system to rule them all, and you can play 5e with original edition characters, 2e, uh, 3e, and 4e, all in the same group, and it will be compatible. That never came to be. It was, and I would love to see a system that could do it. I don't think it exists. I don't think it could exist. But it was certainly an interesting concept. Uh, I, I really think Monty overpromised on what he could uh, give, but eh, we owe Monty a lot because without third edition and the OGL that followed and the SRD, we really wouldn't have had this real huge resurgence that we call the uh, the OSR, right? It's been a rambling post. I understand that. I am certainly enjoying my first day of freedom in nearly a week. Uh, it was nice to sleep in my own bed and uh, not get prodded in and poked. Uh, I think from like maybe 11.30 at night to about 4.30 in the morning, I was good. And then the crawling started in the area and then you knew around 5 o'clock. Somebody was going to come in and have to uh, take your blood pressure, your oxygen, your pulse, and your temperature, and right when you were ready to fall back asleep after that, somebody came to take your fucking blood. And then when you were about to fall asleep from that, because it takes a while to fall back asleep, right? Now the sun's coming up, and now, now it's time for meds. And then you're done. You're done. Hospitals are not the place to get much sleep in. Uh, sad but true. Um, I'd like to give a nice little shout-out to Old Man Grognard, Glenn Halstrom, 
Uh, we overlapped in our hospital stays. Uh, Glenn is a huge part of the tavern behind the scenes. What I mean by that is he, he just, he's one of my motivations to keep on going. You can't have better support than Glenn. So Glenn, uh, get your fucking ass out of the hospital. Uh, he went in for a procedure. He knew he was going in, which is fine. I didn't know I was going in, but, eh, is what it is. But, uh, Glenn, get out. We need you. Need you healthy. Folks, we're talking about health. We're in the midst of a pandemic. Since I am not a medical professional, what I say is not medical advice. So all I'm going to say is use your common sense to keep yourself, your friends, your family, loved ones, your community safe. Right? I mean, the joke when I was in the hospital, when I was leaving the hospital, uh, and I was talking with, I guess, the uh, head, head nurse of my area or the nursing supervisor, we had a little rapport going, and she looked at, I had requested a printout of everything that was done for me, all the tests, all the, uh, you know, CTs, Misano's, and the, you know, ECG and blood and all that. I wanted, I, I wanted it all. I'm leaving with it. I paid for it. And we're leaving, and, and she's like, I, I, I saw your ECG. She goes, it's amazing. Basically what it says is that my heart, after congestive heart failure, and pretty bad congestive heart failure, remember, I pissed out about 60 pounds of water, which means I was carrying about 60 pounds of fluid on me. Um, and she said, it was amazing. Uh, it, my heart's basically healthy now. It's perfect. And I said to her, hey, that's just one of many lives that I've, I've had to burn off. And she's like, what do you mean? I go, I responded to 9-11. Okay, that's one. Had Hodgkin's. Okay, that's two. Had pneumonia to turn into sepsis. If you don't know what sepsis is, we used to call it blood poisoning when I was a kid. Uh, and we call it blood poisoning, I think, in D&D, &D, right? Uh, apparently, blood poisoning, uh, I, I think, kills, I was like, 15 to 20% of those that get blood poisoning die from it. Okay. Um, had just a heart failure. Okay. And, uh, and now I have a blockage of my carotid and some of the secondary and tertiary uh, feeders to my brain have partial blockages that partially occluded. I said, yeah, I said to her, if I was a cat, I probably burned off about half my lives. And maybe a half. Um, I don't know. Okay? I'd like to believe that I am here for a reason. And certainly, the reason is not to talk fucking gaming. As much as I enjoy talking about it and writing about it, I'm not here for that. Um, what am I here for? Uh, the powers that be? The, uh, big man or big woman upstairs? They know what those plans are. But, uh, I certainly feel driven to talk about health amongst us as gamers. I know this isn't a Friday, so you're going to have to forgive me for my going off on tangent here. But, uh... I think it's important to talk about because generally speaking as gamers and including old school gamers we are 
trending old. We are trending heavy. Alright? I'm going to just say this out loud. Take a look at yourself. And if not yourself, look at your gaming table. And look at the people that sit with you. And I say, look left, look right. As a soldier, one of these people is not going to make it through whatever kind of training it is. Or is not going to make it to the battlefield? Take an honest look. Okay? I never did. I always said, like, hey, I'm counting for extra pounds, but, you know, hey, it's, it's a price to pay for enjoying beer, right? Um, no. If you want to enjoy the finer things in life, the finer things in life could be food, and I'm going to find ways to inspire you to make food that is tasty and filling and satisfying and healthy. All right? If you want to enjoy the finer things in life, like gaming, and, I don't know, your movie collection, music, things that we enjoy that have no higher purpose, other than enjoyment, reading, whatever, you got to be around to do that. And I certainly have had my eyes opened and you can too. You know, I don't want you to look at me oh my god he sounds like one of those fucking born again Christian people. Trust me I'm not. I am not. I'm not going to try to drag you kicking and screaming anywhere. But I am certainly going to try to inspire my fellow gamers. And uh Pretty much as I said to myself as I got sworn into the NYPD back in, I don't, I don't know, did we get sworn in in 96 when I saw the academy? I know I took the full oath in 97, but I was saying to myself when I was going through that whole shit, I go, no matter what, my career is successful if I've changed one life for the positive. And I know I changed at least one life, like, for the positive. Because one life told me that. And then all of the lives I, I might have touched, who knows. If I can inspire one of my listeners to change their diet, add exercise in, drop some pounds, lower their cholesterol, lower their sodium levels, take some of that extra stress off their heart, it's all worth it. It's all worth it. Because in the end, although I joke about being a cat with nine lives, in the end, you only have one life. You only have one. Alright? And I'd like to have all my friends, all my acquaintances, all my fellow gamers around for a fucking long time. Even the annoying ones like Venger. Okay, I, I, I give you a shout out to to shut up. You can you can stop being you can stop going. Oh, Mister Carter, Mister Carter, talk about me. There, I talked about you, V. You got to mention it in the podcast, All right? Folks, be safe, be well. God bless. Roll those dice, and I will talk with you all tomorrow's later, folks. <laughs>